Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Guess what day it is? It's Monday, and I have some news. No more ants in my dishwasher. It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with my handsome host in the Holy Land. Let's give it up. Mr. Matt Zucker. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sorry, I'm I'm distracted, but the ice machine is like going crazy behind me. Hey, Stephen, how are you? Ah, Baruch Hashem. How are you? Gosh, any better than I be you, man. Oh, you know. <laughs> hey, guess what? You know, you know what month it is, right? Elul. It is the month of Elul, everybody, a very auspicious time. You can explain that later to our audience. But first, I would like to say, in, uh, in, you know, like when you go to the movies, they have the, uh, the movie guy voice, right? You know, the movie guy voice. In a world where there's chaos that thrives and Joe Biden is president, where men are women and women are men, where the show Lighten Up dominates the airways, there is only one man that can bring peace and tranquility. He is the king and he is in the field. The king is in the field, Matt. It's Elul. <laughs> Nobody knows what you are talking about. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's why you have to explain it to our non-Jews. Jews know what I'm talking about. I'm not so sure about that either, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to give a little? So it's, so it's uh, so it's. I will tell you. So it was just the Rosh Chodesh Elul, which is the beginning of the Rosh Chodesh, is the beginning of the month, which is a whole other thing that I don't quite understand. But I'll, I'll ask that some other time. And ask it's the me. month leading up to Rosh Hashanah, where we are supposed to. Uh, search deep for um, what we can improve upon ourselves and what we did right, what we did, what we'd like to do differently. And the king is in the field is a reference to God being on earth, being close to us at this time, keeping right. an eye and keep that's right. <laughs> so the, the month of Elul is the 30 days of where it's like if you're going to like, you know, repent and 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 change your ways and 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 up your spiritual game. This is the time to do it because the king is in the field. The clock started. The countdown has begun. <laughs> the countdown has begun in a world where there's chaos. There is the king is in the field. That's my movie man voice. Come on. Yeah. You know when you go to the movies and they show previews and it's always the same setup. It's always in a world I haven't been to a movie. You know, I can't tell you the last movie I was at. Did I tell you? I tried to go to a movie in Israel. Did I tell you about that experience a couple weeks ago? You know, they do military time here. And uh, I thought I was better at it than I am. I bought the movie tickets and we showed up like two hours early. (laughs) (laughs) You are unbelievable. Will you smoke dope again? No, maybe I should start. Your Your son was in the military. Just ask him. I, what can I tell you? I bought the ticket. I said I had Barb check it out. I'm like, hey, does this look good to you? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some of it on her. But it was really it was really my oh god, man. It was of like course. A total letdown. I, I it was uh, Top Gun Maverick. 
Oh, cool. That's playing in Israel now. Awesome. Still, I haven't seen it yet because I messed up. We decided to go home. My kids were cracking up. They felt really stupid. They're like, they left the movie theater with their giant tubs of popcorn full. (laughs) Who leaves the movie theater with full popcorn? (laughs) Why didn't you just stick around in like two hours? Well, where was the movie theater? Go, you know, walk around, shop, go. Dobbin okay. for two hours. Go pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Go pray for some brains in your head. By the time we went home, I wasn't. I would be asleep in two hours, man. We got our money back. It was okay. My my son, my son, who's much better at Hebrew than I am, worked the uh, refund. I'm sure he said something in Hebrew like, "My moron father <laughs> <laughs> thought he was getting a 740 ticket, but it, he bought the 940 ticket." That is really funny. <laughs> oh God, only that's. And yet I saw seen the movie, and I really want to see it, man. Well, so go see it. Um, <laughs> so listen, uh, well, that that reminds me. So I'm going to share with everybody what happened to me last week. This only happens to me, Matt. You will appreciate this because it had to do with our show and what we were talking about. So what were we talking about? It's just our topics and oh, stuff oh, everything gotcha. that's going on in the world. Nothing so, specific. All right. No. So I go into an A-plus mini mart. Do you know what an A-plus mini mart is? It's like yeah. a convenience store to our listeners around the world. It's like a Seven Eleven, a Wawa, a, yeah, a, yeah, a Sheets, or wherever you are. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. You go in, you can get whatever you want: food, drink. It's just a convenience store. You're in Israel. It's like a yellow. Yes, right, exactly. So I go in there, and I go in there almost every day, and I give this guy a lot of business. I buy my soft pretzel and my apple juice, right? And I go in there, and I'm waiting in line, and I'm waiting behind this guy, and he, he was like this white guy with like long hair. It just looked like uh, something out of the 90s grunge. And um, anyway, the, the, the owner, he's this Pakistani guy. He starts like waving his arm to me, like waving, like, like get away, like get away. And I go, what, 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 are you, what, are you, what are you doing? What, what's going on here? What are you, what, what are you trying to tell me? He goes, was the guy robbing him? No, he goes, six feet, get away. Six feet, you must be six feet. I'm are like, you kidding me? Yeah, I said, dude, six feet, that's so 2020. Are you kidding me? I'm like, the CDC says it's over, man. And then he goes like this. He goes, ah, monkey pox. And I go, <laughs> It gets worse. I said, monkey pox? What are you talking about? Monkey pox? What? what, 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 what that, 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 that's like a, that's, that's a gay disease. That, that's, you know, the CDC, that, that comes from the gay community. And then, of course, the white guy in front of me turns around and says with a big old list, oh, yeah, sure. Blame the gays for everything. <laughs> You're not making this up, are you? No, I'm not. Making a- <laughs> this, all of a sudden, he, he looked. He looked. He looked like uh, you know some grunge guy, and uh, he turns around with a big old list. Oh yeah, sure. Blame the case. It's always our fault. And I got so angry, I slammed my soft pretzel and my apple juice, and I said, "I'm not coming back here anymore. You just lost a customer." <laughs> Feel better? Yeah. Well, I can tell you, you know, this guy from. Pakistan is scared of monkeypox. I'm standing. Uh, oh God, this, this is insanity. Only me does that happen to. Hey, look, more people are listening now, man. Keep it up. Hey, 
Let's take a listen, everybody. Welcome to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. Let's listen, uh, or let's say hello to our listeners, of course, United States of China, United Kingdom, Israel, Germany, Canada, Australia, South Africa, and Japan. Hi-oh! I love Japan. We did a story about them last week. They're encouraging- yeah, about them town encouraging, uh, and maybe this person's drinking right now. Hey, <laughs> our listener in Japan, I hope you're getting tanked. That's right. The government needs your tax money. So anyway, Matt, how was your Shabbat? Uh, That was my week. Oh, and I'm thinking. I must have been okay. Didn't you go to some sheep farm? Oh, that was last week. Shabbat was just, you know, hanging around the house, you know, reading and, you know, whatever. But uh, we went to... um, a tour of uh, Judea with the um, One Israel Fund, uh, with guide with uh, Eve Harrow. Man, it was it was awesome. Good. We were we went to we went to Herodium, which is a Herod's palace, and it was really funny. He, Herod was compared to Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, he builds magnificent buildings. Not the best person in the world, maybe, but he really, you know, he you know he was a, a strong leader. And <laughs> like, okay, Donald Trump, Herodian. People just leave him out. He's not. He hasn't been president for three years. It was a funny comparison. It wasn't really dwelled upon. Anyway, then we went to a couple spots. Man, end of the road. When I tell you we were driving right through um, Area B, and to our listeners, um, Judea and Samaria is you know that messed up, uh, run by the military. And there's the Area A, which is controlled all by the Arabs. Area B, which has Arab civilian control, but uh, Israel monitors that or takes care of the security. And then there's Area C, that's all Jews. And so these communities we were in were these little tiny Jewish villages that you go through Area B, like red signs on both sides of the road. <laughs> it was crazy, man. That says the Jews will get killed if you come. Yes, in here. basically, you know, it's the apartheid state. Jews yeah. cannot enter, it is illegal, you might get killed. So uh, and then we went to these Jewish uh, communities, those these little Moshavim. These, I mean, when I tell you we were on these properties and there was nothing between us and the Dead Sea except the Judean Desert. It was phenomenal, unbelievable. God, did you go I to mean, the sheep farm? Did you did, put in your resume? We did. We did. Ah, listen, you can have it. You can have the job. Why? <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I mean, this brother's a pioneer. Okay, <laughs> um, but. He, I, he can't afford to pay anybody, but he does have volunteers, and you can sleep on a mattress in like a uh, building he has, and he'll feed you. I'll take it. <laughs> I thought I said it's a little bit rustic for me, but Steven is right up his alley. Hey, I'll bring my <laughs> I'll solar take book. The pool. I'll take the pool and part of Hanukkah, brother. You can come visit me. <laughs> I'll tell you know what? I need to simplify my life. Get out of. The- I can't stand this when Pakistani. People are telling me about stay away from other customers because of monkey pox. I can't take it anymore. I'd rather just hang out with sheep, sleep on a mattress. <laughs> yeah, well, this guy tells me about how he, when he first started the operation, how he would sleep out under the stars with his, gripping his rifle. And that's how hey, he slept. That's fine. We're going back old school to biblical times. Uh, biblical times. Uh, Listen, man, we, a- 
We've got a great – when we come back after our first break, we got a great show, Matt. I've got uh, some Gary Buseyisms update on Gary Busey and uh, uh, possibly – A bunch another, of other stuff. Yeah, a bunch of other stuff. So don't go away. Shalom, this is Nadia Matar from the Sovereignty Movement. At a time when there is so much disinformation, you have to know who to listen to to know what really is going on in Israel. Israel News Talk Radio is a radio where you can know that what you hear is the truth. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Howdy, Israel. this is Rita from League City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Arba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Garst from Tennessee. Me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Tongue exercises are sometimes necessary to help improve tongue strength and mobility. Parents may have to help their infants with tongue exercises, which is not an easy task. An Israeli firm says that they're trying to help solve the problem with a device that they're calling the Tongue Gym. They say it's ergonomically shaped to fit the mouths of infants and adults alike. The product has a double-tip head that allows it to be used for a variety of exercises, offering several distinct advantages over traditional finger exercise techniques, including less risk of hygiene issues. The tips are designed to fit the under-tongue anatomy and can be used by adults for flexibility and strengthening exercises, sometimes required post-surgery. For more information on the high-tech world today, visit IsraelTechTalk.com. With your INTR Tech Minute, I'm Bob Aiello. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everyone, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Matt Zucker at the helm here in Israel in the Holy Land. Stephen Miller on the other side of the computer screen. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Stephen wanted me to do my da- my jazz voice. I'm sorry if I put you all to sleep. <laughs> Hi, Stephen. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Israel News Talk Radio Jazz, where we're going to play a marathon of Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> Isn't he a jazz guy, Dizzy Gillespie? Yeah. Okay. This yeah. is Matt Zucker, and I'm I'm dizzy about Dizzy. <laughs> I just love him so. All right, Matt, what do you got? Listen, do you remember that story last week about those Ethiopian pilots that fell asleep at like 37,000 feet? <laughs> okay, yes. 
don't yes, know what's going funny. on. I don't know what's going on. Uh-oh. Air France pilots brawl in cockpit mid-flight. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Why'd you just say Air France pilots what? Brawl. As in brawl? They fight. fought? Two pilots... <laughs> Two pilots suspended after coming to blows in the middle of a flight between Geneva and Paris. <laughs> what were they arguing about? Vaccine and boosters? I did not say what they were arguing about, but they were arguing. It came to blows. And then and then one of the pilots got all, you know, been out of shape, of course. I, they were beating each other up and went out and sat in the cabin. <laughs> The passengers like, wait a second, who's right? flying the plane? Can you imagine? Can you imagine the the flight attendants heard the fight in the cockpit, and then one of the pilots comes out and sits out there. Could you? <laughs> what is wrong with these people? These, what is I, wrong? I mean, I mean, if I was a passenger, I would be out of my mind. Jacques, Jacques, you are you are pissing me off, Jacques. How dare you tell me to get the the vaccine? I will never get the vaccine. Where's your mask? Joke, joke. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the worst French accent. <laughs> we we are going to come to blues. Blues, I tell you. We we we're going to fight. Because that makes me think. That's like uh, what was it? Uh, the Monty Python Holy Grail. <laughs> when they were Reminds the French guys in the castle. We will fight in your general direction. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, producer wants to know why we assume the pilots are male. Well, because they got into a fist fight. That's why I assume it. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Ooh, why do you assume the pilots are male? You are sexist. Ooh, I am a progressive liberal producer. <laughs> oh, I wish God. she would turn her microphone on once. Oh, I know, really. Gosh. Did did they uh, so did they make up and land the plane? What happened? <laughs> he did land the plane, but uh, um, you know, and then like, they got suspended because everybody knew about it. What did they? Like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Oh God! What was the airline? And here's the best part: the, the pilot that left, not the best part. The pilot that stormed out went to go sit in the in the cabin. He went to economy class. <laughs> He wouldn't even sit in first class. Maybe they didn't have any vacancies. I don't know. I am so upset because my pilot beat me up. I'm going to sit with the cheap seats with all you losers. Uh, here's one I mean, for you. I don't that think I want to fly anytime soon. No, no. Well, let, let, let's hope they don't uh, do that on LL. <laughs> like. uh, anyway, so here's one for you, Matt. This is a good story I found this week. This comes from uh, Breitbart. You know Breitbart? Of course I do. No, they're a conservative paper, but uh, there was an op-ed in the Washington Post. So Breitbart was doing a story about the op-ed. And this woman writes, <laughs> says, trans athletes will help girls learn to lose gracefully. <laughs> so this woman, <laughs> this woman who wrote an article for the Washington Post, her name is, uh, she's a Jew, Alyssa Rosenberg. Okay, it figures, right? She's saying that men, male trans that go into women's sports, this is a good thing because it teaches girls to lose gracefully <laughs> and that you shouldn't expect to win all the time in life. So it's good to get beat by and, the opposite and, sex. And, and another thing, life isn't fair. The earlier you learn it, the better off you're going to be, sweetheart, okay? That's right. <laughs> Do you believe that? No. 
uh, she just talks about how uh, these these women need to uh, stop uh, complaining and about how they can't win. And it teaches a valuable lesson how to learn to lose gracefully in life. Uh, And and she says and she says that it's also um, because now certain schools, high schools and colleges are going to ask to demand whether. If someone says they're a female athlete, they have to prove that they're really female. <laughs> hey now, so hey now, pull down your pants. Uh, so it says here, Rosenberg feels that high school athletic programs will enact a full-blown inquisitions in which girls are forced to prove their biological gender. Let me just say, <laughs> you said Rosenberg. Yeah, that she's the one who believes that it's okay that men beat women in female sports to teach women how to lose. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Change your name. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I picked this story out because she's a Jew. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. She seems to think that gym teachers are now going to ask people to show them their private parts to make sure they're not who they say they are. I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, listen, I saw something on this one. It just jumped out at me. I thought maybe it was clickbait. I said, let me open it. Watch. Angry animal rights activists lose their minds when a man eats a shish kebab in front of them. Oh, what happened? <laughs> like, well, this is really good. I got to go, go, go watch this. And there was some animal rights uh, protest march in New York City. And, you know, like typical leftists, they're, they're very angry people. And some guy who I – God, he – it was hysterical, and I figure if he's not a f- personal friend of yours, he's probably like a fan of yours. This guy goes into the crowd with this shish kebab, this meat on a stick, and yeah. he just starts eating it in front of them, and they lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> and they're screaming, and they're cursing, and they're in his face, and he's like, you should see the guys like just like, like just like another day in paradise and eating his uh, shish kebab. Shish kebab. And then this one lady really starts laying some profane rants on him. And then he starts licking the meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of guy. I thought their heads were going to explode. I was like, I was like, oh, God, I got to I'll send it to you after the show. You'll cry. It's hysterical. Oh, that is funny. That is funny. <laughs> I would have taken the shish kebab after eating the meat. and I would have. Stuck it in their neck. <laughs> I know, but it was even better. He was so calm. He was like smiling. This guy was having fun. It was really. I'm sure he was experiencing Schadenfreude. <laughs> There's your word, Schadenfreude. Hi, oh, you get a, You should get a chance to use that word every week, Schadenfreude. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Hi, oh. Hey, Matt. Here, here's here's one. This is a good one. Ready? So apparently, the Boston Globe gets a lot of pushback because they wrote an article or they put out a tweet under their you know paper uh it says don't say gay is now the law in florida very misleading okay right okay gotcha i'm tracking there so they're referring to the new florida law uh hb 1557 basically also where it's it's illegal to say gay 
No, right. No, it's, <laughs> it's 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 known as the parental rights in education bill. Basically, it's basically preventing teachers from talking about certain things to children in school, which right in kindergarten, first and second grade. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. But you know, the left they turn it around and say, "Oh, it's illegal to say gay. It's illegal to say gay." So they put out this tweet. Um, Basically saying now it's illegal to say gay. So they got a lot of pushback. And I just wanted to reach you, uh, read you some of the, the tweets that people tweeted back to the Boston Globe. Okay. <laughs> First, I'll read you their tweet. The Boston Globe writes, in today's paper in Florida, don't say gay is now the law. And LGBTQ plus businesses fear the fallout. A cleaner faces double the time on public transit after orange line shut down. I don't know. That's going into another headline. I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot. So here, here's some of the pushback. Ready? Someone tweets back to the Boston Club. I tell you, I love people are really funny and creative. <laughs> they write, I whispered gay at the Miami International Airport, and Ron DeSantis himself arrested me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's someone else writes, uh, I hear DeSantis is rounding up people who say gay and is forcing them to watch MAGA videos as conversion therapy. <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork orange. <laughs> right. I know. These are people tweeting to the Boston Globe because they – one person But doesn't writes, it give you like faith like that like most people are normal? It's the silent majority – you know, and the, the and it might seem like the world is full of lunatics, but it's just like a handful of crazy people in their parents' basement. I don't know. I I, I, know, I know. I don't know. Here, this this one comes from Holly Bryden. She says, "My father said gay in Tallahassee and has been in jail since last Tuesday." <laughs> oh, here's the best one though. I like this one. It says, uh, "This comes from anti-establishment." <laughs> It says, my niece is named Gay and met my sister and the whole family for dinner at a restaurant. They all greeted her as she walked to the table, and now they're all in Gitmo, even my 75-year-old mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love Listen, it. Without a sense of humor, I don't know how you'd make it through the day. Oh, oh, I know. Really, I mean, th God bless these people because I—it's just ridiculous. I mean, how did the Boston go? It's now law; you can't say gay. They—they they deserve the pushback. Oi, it's so gay. Anyway, we'll be back after these messages. You think you can get real news about Israel from major news sources located far away from Israel? Think again. Get it from the source. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk. Hi, my name is Michael Ben Noach from Slovakia. Israel News Talk Radio is just the best radio station in the world and I listen every day. Hello listeners, my name is Gila Perach Hirsch and I live in Israel and I love it here because in Israel I can feel the hand of God brushing my cheek. Hi, my name is Arnie. I'm from Jerusalem and I love Israel because it's my happy place. My name is Hannah. What Israel represents for me, freedom to be who I am, and all the other amazing things that small country had accomplished, it just makes me so proud. Thank you, Israel. 
Hi, my name is Morris Klein from Melbourne, Australia, and I love Israel because I'm Yisrael Chai. Hi, this is Michal from London, originally now Natanya. The reason I love Israel, I would probably say Israel, where every Jew feels at home. Hello, this is Harold from Jerusalem, Israel. I love living in Israel because my inside life and my outside life are one and the same, and they blend smoothly and uniformly with each other. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to our last segment here on Israel News Talk Radio. The show is Lighten Up, everybody. My name is Steve Miller. If you just joined us, and in the Holy Land is my co-host Matt Zucker. What's going hello, on? Matt? Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? I don't know. You do know? We have any, do we have any new viewers? No. <laughs> well, okay. they're listeners. I thought we were supposed to do the this on video so people. No, 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 no. I refuse. I will quit. Oh, come on, man. No, no. Uh, listen, Matt. I'm going to get right into it. Go. Um. We haven't brought this segment back in a while, but I have another segment of <laughs> Algeria is back, and so is Malaysia. No, mm. oh. okay. Hello, Malaysia. Hello, Algeria. Welcome back. You 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 you, you messed up my intro I'm for my sorry. story, but that's I'm all right. Sorry. You asked, and then she, the producer put right. it up. You know. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Start over. I, I, okay. Start over. <laughs> anyway, folks. We haven't brought this segment back in a while, but I found something good. Another segment of Righteous Liberals on Facebook. hi <laughs> Oh, Matt, you are going to love this. Now, it's very difficult for, to me to find these because when I engage in these people, I end up getting unfriended and blocked, which is what happened here. <laughs> okay. But I was able to screenshot um, stuff. So – there's a guy that I'm friends with. His name is – I don't even care. His name is Brian Kaufman. He went to my high school, <laughs> but I, I don't remember him. Anyway, he's I, – I trolled him for a long time because his posts are absolutely hysterical. So apparently he's some wacky, crazy guy. He just sold his whole house, all his belongings, him and his girlfriend, and they're traveling across the country in an RV. That's the, that's what he's living his life, which is fine. I That's kind of cool, okay? So here, he's, here's what he posts. He gets to uh, South Dakota, where Mount Rushmore is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he takes a picture in front of Mount Rushmore, and this is his post. He goes, um, uh, I get this is a big slap in the face to the indigenous people. It's really underwhelming in real life. I thought it would be so much bigger. The whole part of the country has a bad – oh, this whole part of the country has a bad vibe. Every store sells knockoff native artifacts, but not a single native in sight. Meanwhile, the picture of him and his girlfriend in front of Mount Rushmore, they're smiling and having a good time. <laughs> so he talks about how bad this part of the country has to be. He has to present the virtuous, uh, I guess uh, – position right so so i you know i start saying i start i said that's it i i can't take this anymore i i I had to engage with him because i mean you just can't talk bad about you know you're talking about bad about the part of the country you're in but yet you're 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 spending your tourist dollars and giving it 
to the very state that you say is evil, and then you take a picture smiling in front of Mount Rushmore saying how disgusting it is. Um, so I wanted to share. So I, I start writing back and forth to him and stuff like that. And then um, I screenshot uh, what he wrote to one of my girlfriends, and I sent it to her. And then she wrote in a private text this. I can't take credit for this. This is not me. But I did copy and paste it and made it sound like it was coming from me. But can I read you what my, my friend wrote? Sure. Her name is Roya. I want to give her credit because we both got unfriended because of it. <laughs> This is great. She writes, only a virtue signaling white liberal D-bag would complain about Native American sacred land, in quotes, being taken and then post a picture of him smiling in front of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> hey, listen, man. No one likes that mirror being held up in front of their face. What can I oh, say? That's right. He does not like that mirror. He got so upset that he ended up uh, <laughs> unfriending both Roy and I. <laughs> So listen, I got to tell you, you, you want to talk about unhinged, unhinged people. Are you aware of this thing? This is this is like awesome. Apparently, they can't contain or keep a secret very much longer about how ineffective the crap scene is and how dangerous it is. And so things are coming out all over the world. And now all the fascists who wanted to force it on everybody are starting to scramble and eat each other to cover their own tails. So now um, it was a Politico article on how Trump pressured the FDA to rush this vaccine to market. <laughs> and they were blaming him. <laughs> With the fact, I was like, ah. Oh. God, I can't wait till I can. And there's quite a few people who I look forward to them saying this to me. <laughs> Speaking of unhinged liberals, oh my God. Matt. <sighs> sometimes the world makes me laugh and sometimes I want to cry. Well, but. this 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 will make you laugh. Go. I'm gonna do a follow-up <laughs> story. Remember last week we talked about Garibushi. Garibushi? Yeah. So he got thrown out of the uh, Doubletree yeah. Hotel in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, for uh, touching people at a monster convention. <laughs> right. So anyway, a listener sent me um, some quotes by uh, Gary Busey. <laughs> now, he wrote a book called Buseyisms, where he takes a word, he'll spell it out and, re and, re and redefine it. I'll give you an example. Here's one. So he takes the word fear, and he says, oh, you know what fear stands for? F-E-A-R? It stands for false evidence appearing real. It's the dark room where Satan develops his negatives. <laughs> so he'll do stuff like that. And here are some famous Gary Busey quotes. Really? Here he goes one. Uh, if you put that straitjacket on me, I'm going to pull your endocrine system out of your body. Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, because my God. he needs a straitjacket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um so I went on uh, Google and I found some uh, – I, I, you know, I wanted to find more. Um, he wrote a book called Buseyisms, um, 50 Hilarious Buseyisms. Some of them are actually okay. They're not that insane. But it's just, it's just bizarre how this man just decided to write a book. Um, so he writes uh, – so I'll give you another example. Um, 
So he write he says the word laugh, uh, which L A U G H L A U G H means letting an unfiltered giggle happen. <laughs> so things like that. Like I, I don't. I, he wrote a whole book about this stuff. Um, I'm trying to find some that are really insane. Uh, uh boy. Anyway, I wanted to write a quote uh, that he wrote about uh, some other stuff that he mentions. Um, Gary Busey. Oh, these are brainy quotes. Oh, here he goes. Um, this is also by Gary Busey. My dark side, my shadow, my lower companion is now in the back room blowing up balloons for kids' parties. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I don't know. Here's one that's really uh, weird. It's like word salad. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Cre- in a kind, of, kind of creepy pedo way. <laughs> yeah, Th- this is another one from Gary Busey. Buseyisms. Uh, nothing changes like changes because nothing changes but the changes. <laughs> oh, he writes Kamala Harris's speeches. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say he's a speechwriter for Joe Biden. You want to hear Gary Busey's take on love? No. <laughs> well, you're going to hear it anyway. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. He goes, "I love love." And I love life. I love. I just love. It's just great. It's the most enduring element we have is love. <laughs> I love Gary Busey. Oh, my God. I hope we don't have to get a Gary Buseyism every week, really. <laughs> uh, well, here. So I wrote up some of my own uh, bear, uh, 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 Busey. Uh, uh, what do you call it? I wrote up my own. Buseyism. Yeah, but they're called Millerisms. So I'd like to share with our listeners, lighten up. Here uh, here are some uh, some Millerisms that I thought up. So here's for the word. uh, Some of them are good. Some of them are stupid. I I don't know. I'm just going to throw them out there. Uh, Here's one for the word Jew. Jolly elves wash. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing to say to that. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's one. Uh, now, I, I I came up with a Millerism for the word for our show, Lighten Up. Okay. Like, here's, here's for oh, Lighten Up. Oh, it's going to be long. Don't worry. It's not long. Lighten Up. Okay. Losers ignite gay horses till expressing nothing under pressure. <laughs> That's what Lighten Up means. Here's another one. Now, then I started doing Millerisms based on pop culture of everything that's going on in the world today. So then I, um, I thought, okay, what's a Millerism for trans? Since we, we talk a lot about trans, trannies, and yeah. all that stuff on the show. So here's a Millerism for trans. Uh, time revolves around night sausages. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, here's, here's one for BLM. Uh-huh. The- the popular uh, terrorist group in America. That's bacon, lettuce, and mayo. What? Bacon, lettuce, and mayo. Close. That okay. So that that <laughs> that would be that would be a Zuckerism. Here's the Millerism. Uh, bribe little midgets. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one for mask because you know we uh, we all endured masks. Uh, mask. M A S K. Making asses sound kind. <laughs> that one works. Okay, and finally, my my one last one. Hey, the last one, COVID. Okay, now I, you know, these are hard to think up. If I, I give all my respect to Gary Busey. Gary Busey's a genius to think of these words. Uh, He's got a whole book of this stuff. 
But uh, here's the last one for COVID. C-O-V-I-D. Kooky oppressors violate Indians down under. hi <laughs> That's it. That's it. You sure you don't have any more? I've got no more Millerisms. Thank God. (laughs) You know, so you said you said about the trans thing, right? Uh, So, looking around for articles for the show, kooky things, yeah, things related to Israel, if I could, and I see something about some Israeli startup that can change the sex of a chicken inside of the egg, and I'm like, what? And I thought, you know, playing God and you know, what is the reason for this? Is this coming to, you know, I guess the womb? But you read the story, sound waves make male chicks or save male chicks by making them female. Did you know that they call apparently like half of all eggs that get um, hatched or, or, or destroyed because they don't use they don't want male chickens because they don't lay eggs and they don't get big enough to eat. So they just cost money. So they wind up killing all these chickens. Apparently, um, half of 15 billion chicks that hatch every year, uh, so that's, what, 7.5 billion chicks get destroyed every year. So now this Israeli company can turn the chicks female inside of the egg. (sighs) (laughs) I think that's pretty – listen, I think that's pretty cool. I was at – what was it years ago? My 2016, we took my kid on a college tour at uh, Ben Gurion University in the Negev, and there they had discovered a way to change shrimp sexes. I was like, <laughs> here, in an Israeli lab in an Israeli university, they're figuring out how to change the sex of shrimp. And I'm sitting there going, I didn't understand. It's because of reproduction. You want females to reproduce more or do you want male shrimps that are larger and easier to eat and they were helping cultures and like uh, communities in vietnam i thought wow crazy stuff crazy crazy not entirely comfortable with it but it's pretty wild i matt i have a questions here okay first of all uh, the Israel, the Jews here in Israel, the Israelis, they're now taking uh, they, the, uh, males. Males are undesirable because they don't get as big as the females. So and they don't lay eggs. So you're not going to eat them and they're not going to give you eggs. So, so, so females. So so if he, don't women have enough uh, body issues now. So but now in the world of chickens, fat women, chickens are good. <laughs> They're desirable. They're I love you. Chickens. They're lady. female. They are not women chickens. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Steven, they are. <laughs> what, I'm sorry. Female fat chickens. Fat female chickens. They're, well, you just... don't buy any skinny female chickens and then eat them. You know what I mean? Now, 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 look at here. Well, what's the name of that rooster? Foghorn yeah. leghorn. Foghorn leghorn. Now, look at here. I love me a fat woman. <laughs> fat chicken. I say, dog, you bother no, me. No. Get away, boy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wait a second. So you said they can change. A male egg into a female through sound waves. Yeah. Okay. You know. You know how they're doing that. I I I found the article while you were talking. Okay. Um, they take little headphones and they put it on the eggs and they just blast Barbara Streisand. Hi <laughs> oh. So the the male chickens turn gay. That's not the same as female, Stephen. And they and they blast. <sighs> Memories all alone in the moonlight. 
You are a male chicken turning female, and we will get you fat today. Chickens, chickens who need chickens are the loveliest chickens around. Oh, I love me some Barbara. Yes, the power of Barbara's voice. Listen, when I come to your house, we're having a Barbara Streisand. I told you it's a Barbara-free zone. (laughs) (laughs) German state appoints their first police rabbi. Hi, old Mazel Tov. Yeah. Saxony-Anhalt, which is a region of Germany, appoints Rabbi Daniel Fabian as its first police rabbi in an effort to improve cooperation between police and community. So to outreach with the Jews, they appointed a rabbi. <laughs> the police? The German why, don't police? Try, why don't you just try keeping them safe? Hello. Instead, when crime happens in your German neighborhoods, we are not, if it's Jewish neighborhoods, we are going to send the Jewish rabbi. He knows he is, how to... He is to responsible for overseeing institutionalized cooperation. <laughs> is that what this for? Uh, yes! Like, that just sounds bad. Instead of calling 911, just call the Jew. <laughs> we'll send the Jew into all all problem areas. <laughs> a Jewish... A rabbi in the police department is going to help uh, bridge gaps between the Jewish community and the... I don't think so. No, there's no hope for Germany. Um, oh, listen, I'm Matt. Listening. Go. You want to you want to hear something wacky? A new law in New York. Uh oh. It says here New York wants people to show ID for this pumpkin pie staple. Apparently, the state is cracking down on the sale of popular dairy products with purchase now limited to those who are 21 and older. So you have to show an ID if you want to buy a canister of whipped cream. <laughs> Why? Why? Because people are using the canisters for whippets. <laughs> That's why. Do you are remember? you kidding me? No. Well, In of course you're using them for whippets. Didn't you, like, when you were a kid? <sighs> I yeah. worked at a restaurant once where they fired a busboy because they found him in the walk-in box with, like, empty bottles everywhere. Yeah, but you yeah, have to I show to ID. That. Yeah, it says canisters of whipped cream are included are included on a list of restricted items in New York with shoppers required to offer proof that they are at least 21 years uh, old to purchase. Apparently, of course, it's the brainchild of some stupid Democrat. Uh, they could buy, they, they buy cigarettes, right, but not whipped cream. <laughs> it, it, it says the change was spurred by the popularity of whippets, a type of recreational drug use that involves breathing in nitrous oxide gas Stored in the canisters. First of all, it, there's no harm in that. It's fun. You sound like Mickey Mouse afterwards, right? No, that's like, helium. That's helium. Oh, Dude, nitrous oh, oxide. Like, <laughs> munches, it's laughing gas. It munches your brain cells. You can be really. It's not good for you. Oh, it's not. No, no. <laughs> you get it at the dentist. You know, do you ever get laughing gas at the dentist? No, no. No. Oh, too bad. So yeah, they don't so do now, it anymore because it really, like, it really makes you. That's probably my problem. I got too much. I had too many cavities as a kid, and the dentist always gave me nitrous oxide, man. So now, if you want, <laughs> if you want to have a, uh, some whipped cream on your pumpkin pie, you can't unless you're 21 years or older. And they're enforcing it, too. That's what it says here. Oh, God. Unbelievable. 
So don't just one more. Threesome. You can't send your kid out to the corner store to get whipped cream for your pumpkin pie. No. So Thanksgiving is ruined. Thanks. Ruined. To the, uh, Thank you, New York. Thanks, no, New York. He just ruined care. Thanksgiving. I don't care because it doesn't affect me because I'm not there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you want to hear something disturbing? No, but you'll probably tell me anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is really bad. So this comes out of Texas. hi Texas high school hazing incident with hot sauce sends students to the emergency room. Now, I had to read this story, and um, I have to kind of dance around it because it can get a little graphic. And I know our producer will, will cut me off. So basically, there's a high school football team in, in, in uh, Texas, and they take the freshmen and they haze them. You know what they make them do? Uh, they make Eat them- hot sauce? No. Well, they make them – they take them to a field outside of school property at night. They strip them of their clothing, clothing so they're naked, and they take Oreo cookies, and they dip the Oreo kick cookies in hot sauce and put and, – and, and, right. and, what? Okay, go ahead. And put the Oreo cookies uh, wedged in their um, – behind their tuchus. Buttocks. <laughs> buttocks and then they have races and if the cookies fall out during the race they're forced to eat the cookies <laughs> so apparently they got in pretty big trouble babe yeah, okay well that's appropriate i have to tell you <laughs> oh so you 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 are, you are for hot hot sauce oreo cookie butt racing <laughs> no i'm saying it's appropriate that they got in big trouble <laughs> oh oh i thought you were for the hazing oh no, no and, if I, I, and if i was i don't think i would say it on the internet <laughs> so they had uh, they had a i don't even know how they found out but apparently i guess someone made a, a call someone dropped a dime man someone dropped a dime one of those kids and they said that some of them had like burn marks and they had because they were forcing them to drink the tabasco sauce too or they were taken to the emergency room but i thought that was kind of hysterical i mean people need well, of to of course you did people need to lighten up okay <laughs> come on man lighten up. oh yeah but you don't hurt people what's how is eating – how is having races with Oreos with hot sauce hurting anyone? Well – Naked. <laughs> anyway, so that's going on in Texas. You can't buy whipped cream in New York. America's going to hell. You better get to Israel, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's not too normal here, though. I got news for you. Do you have anything good that we should end the show on? A, a good – Well, I have, I have – I have – like an story. uplifting story. So, so to as some type of bone they're throwing to the Arabs who live under the Palestinian Authority in Judea and Samaria, uh, they wanted to make it easier for them to travel because, as it stands previously, an Arab that lived in uh, a, a Arab that lived under the Palestinian Authority in Judea and Samaria would have to go to Jordan to fly because. They can't go to Ben-Gurion. Um, but they decided to open Ramon Airport in a lot for them. Uh, I think it's Arkea Air. It's like an Israeli airline where Arabs, of course, they have to get you know sec- security uh, clearance, can go to a lot and fly to their destinations out of Israel, saving them a lot of time, aggravation, and money, which is a real you know, boost for the Arab population. But the Palestinian Authority is pissed. Jordan is pissed. Jordan's not getting the money that they 
cop because the Arabs have to cross over to the Jordanian borders. They pay a fee there. Then they fly out of Amman. They have to pay a fee there. And it's and it's a money deal. The Palestinian Authority, well, they don't want the Jews to actually do something to alleviate any type of pressure or stress on the Arabs. So they're all pissed. And it's just like it's just kind of fun to watch them all lose their minds as good things happen to the Arab population because of Israeli authority. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, I don't know what to say about that story. I I kind of yeah, got no, lost. I, just, it's, I, I got like lost in the of, middle. Okay, sorry. <laughs> It's just like, you know, the haters are going to hate. That's all. Oh, is that the point? Okay. Yeah. Haters are going to hate. Haters are going to hate. Hey, listen, Matt. Well, we can end on a really good story. A funny story. Not that yep. that wasn't, I don't know. Was that supposed to be funny? You just like Arabs. No, it was just, no. It's just, I just, <laughs> a good story, man. <laughs> okay. Here's one. This is a I good, have... funny, a good feel-good story. All right. It doesn't include, like, hot sauce and Oreos, does it? <laughs> No, but it's still kind of bizarre. I really didn't want to end on that. <laughs> That's funny. I would love to end on Oreos in your butt. All right. With hot sauce. Okay. Yowzer! hi -oh! Anyway, here we go. This comes out of London. Uh, my sister named her baby after a bacteria, and she's mad at me for laughing. <laughs> so this is a great story. Apparently, this girl, her sister had a baby, and uh, they're at the baby shower. And, you know, you don't mention the name until the baby shower. And uh, so she named – she wanted to name her kid something interesting. You know, like what are your kids' names, Matt? My, what are my kids? Yeah. What's your kid's thing name? Thing one and thing two. Okay. There you go. That's fine. So she wanted to uh, name her kid a mixture of the husband and the, and the wife. So the mom's name is Ella and the husband name is Sam. So they decided to put the new the two names together, and the name is Samnella, also known as Salmonella. <laughs> so they announced this at the baby shower, and the sister goes, "You named your kid after a bacteria. Sounds like Salmonella." <laughs> this is what they're doing in England. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Now this kid is going to go through their life, and their name is – they're going to be called Salmonella. Well, look, man. Do you know that Johnny Cash song, A Boy Named Sue? Yes. That's, I right? that. Dad named, his dad named him Sue to make him tough because guess what? You're going to have to fight growing up. <laughs> this poor kid's going to go to school. I Oh, yes, uh, bacteria. Please raise your hand. Salmonella? What would you, what, what's, the, what's the answer to the question? <laughs> you have the Just answer? Call. Do you have your homework, Salmonella? Just call me Sal. Just call me <laughs> Sal. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, so Sal, that's fine. So anyway, that's another. Well, that was that's... definitely a much better story to end on. <laughs> Sal Manella. Oh, goodness oh. gracious. I well, Stephen, that was a that was a fun show. Thank you for entertaining me. Oh, thank you for entertaining me, and thank you, Lighten Up. Thank you, Israel News Talk Radio. Thank you, Algeria, Malaysia, and all of our listeners. And the United States of China. And the United States of China. Till next week, everybody. Shavuato. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. 
Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 